Just teach them how to multiply quick by nines with their fingers. I've heard that's all it takes to reach I'm these I'm more keys. likely to bore them by talking about coins all day. <laughs> that's an alternate solution, I guess. Yep. Teach them and about it. And be like, this Mr. Ham guy, he's boring. He really is, he's really into this stuff. We're not. <laughs> I'd be like, that's fair. Cool. No, cool. I'm not. I'm not cool. I am a completely huge dork. <laughs> I like science fiction. I love history. I like other social studies topics. Um, <laughs> there's nothing cool about me. Yeah, don't lead with that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, and I are talking about our brand new book, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo by Stieg Larsson. If this is your first time listening in, just a quick refresher. What we do around here is pick a book that's been made into a movie, read the book and chat about it book club style, then we'll watch the movie and get back together and talk about that too later on. Today, we're doing neither of those, though. Today, we're just easing into things by talking about our expectations for the book and films and stuff. A general content warning, if you are sensitive to discussions of sexual assault, we do mention that topic today, and it's a constant theme in the book as well. You might even say it is the main underlying theme, so please do what you need to do to safeguard yourself, even if that means just skipping this book altogether. We promise we won't hold it against you. Okay, once you're ready to go, let's get back to my conversation with the Chris's already in progress. Yeah. It'll be good. I learned very quickly when I did student teaching that I was not a teacher. <laughs> that might confirm this class. for me. Oh, no, yeah. And, like, the kids couldn't figure out how to use the calculators to do their math problems, and I just had no patience for it. Yeah, be like, I can't yeah. teach you this. It's like, how do I <laughs> oh, add man. these numbers? I'm like, fucking push the number. Like, come to plus... me in a few years. <laughs> So, yeah. I keep thinking it'd be nice to do teaching or like, but I would want to teach like high school history. Yeah. But oh. this might disabuse me of any <laughs> te- desires to keep doing, trying that, or I yeah. might like it and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You should know you either know? way at the end of this, whether that's something you want to pursue. Correct. And yeah. if yep. I'm even feeling okay about it, I'll probably keep pursuing it because I'll just be like, this was a really unique situation. So... Yeah. It's not it's not the norm for a teacher. Yeah. But what you gonna do, right? Right. Get through it is all. Yeah. Fun times. So we got a new book, right? Yeah. We did. We did. Um I basically know nothing about this book. Nothing? Like I generally know there's a, a girl in it. Okay. Because it's in the title. Too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I barely understand there's like hack hacking type activities. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got. So I do just... you do you know about like um uh I don't know, like like sort of the Nordic noir genre? Not really. 
Okay. It wasn't in the Wikipedia so, page I looked at for my research so, for today. So you haven't so you're not aware of like like Wallander or anything like that? Mm-mm. Where it's like like grim dark, like winter nine months of the year, like fucking murders and uh, like No, see I heard have heard of that. But I have not read a lot about that genre or anything. Oh, okay. And I haven't yeah, read a lot either. It's I've mostly seen like adapted tv series yeah yeah it's 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 been pretty popular like the last uh i don't know how long Mm -hmm. but like yeah you you catch stuff on like on bbc pbs right like those kinds of and like you know there are also the uh the the swedish tv shows and like yeah there there was like a i think an icelandic one not too long Mm -hmm. ago that i can't remember the name of Mm. Um, but it, but it really is like, yeah, um, Nordic, Nordic noir, yeah. uh, like a very specific kind of like bleak, fucking dark, icy yeah. mm-hmm. kind of murdery feeling. Right. Right. But like born out of real life, right? Like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know I how much murder there actually bit. is, but right. like, it's just the weird, like but the bleakness of it. But, but I mean, if you think about the fact that like, I don't know, like, like death metal came out of Sweden, right? Uh-huh. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Like it it seems like people have kind of a uh like a tendency toward that kind of thinking, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Regardless of, you know, how nice it actually is to live there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So something about that then is going on yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh I feel like I'm scraping the bottle of the the barrel here for getting to know you questions but since what i know about this book is there's a girl with a dragon uh-huh. tattoo yeah what's the crazy tattoo you'd have all over your back slash shoulder nothing perfect <laughs> <laughs> i have zero tattoos no but what would it be if you're what would like it be? some weird grim dark hacktivist lady i don't know I figure probably some obscure Talmud page or something. Mm-hmm. Probably about justice or I don't know stuff like that, yeah. making the world better. Yeah, that would be mine. Okay. Uh, is it ironic to get Jewish tattoo? Well, generally, <laughs> you can't be buried in the cemetery. That's not actually true. No, it's a popular They've misconception. Oh, a long time ago, yeah. Okay. You can be buried. The The prohibition was against tattooing for mourning purposes and stuff, which used to be a oh. thing like in the ancient world. Mm. And then it just kind of got spread into a general, well, don't have any tattoos. I gotcha. gotcha. Even though you could, but people just didn't correct it, like rabbis and stuff, because they didn't want people <laughs> they didn't like, particularly like it. testing that. And then, and then lately, it's like, well, so many young people get tattoos that we have to tell them that it's actually okay. Yeah. As long yeah. as it's not for these specific purposes or things like that. But, I gotcha. I mean, once you're dead, you're dead. They would just cover. Like, if any, if your tattoo is going to show at, like, any kind of, which we don't really do, like, viewings and stuff. But if it was going to happen, they would just cover it up. Mm-hmm. So. Even if it was a tattoo of, like, a mezuzah or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're dead. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna your body's gonna decay. That's the whole point of Jewish burial. You go back into the earth. I gotcha. It's super traditionally, just in like in a shroud. Ideally, just in a burial shroud in some dirt. Yeah, but it's not brutal you know. enough for this book. It needs to be like sky burial. 
<laughs> 20 pieces. It's a pretty yeah. eco-friendly burial, that sky burial. Yeah. Plus, then the vultures like you. Yep. You make and some your pounds on your way out. Fall into the middle, <laughs> to the middle ossuary, mingle with the community, you know. Yeah, exactly. You can shit onto somebody's car. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Giving back. That's right. <laughs> I, I like that. My highest and best use. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I heard they have trouble with that in India because they don't have enough vultures anymore. What? What? Yeah. The People Harsies keep shooting India them. Keep trying to do sky. They want to keep doing sky burial, but they don't uh-huh. have enough vultures anymore to guarantee it'll work. Oh wow! Otherwise, you just have a stinky place in your neighborhood. <laughs> that sucks. So, because yeah, and it's just it's because of like overcrowding and habitat yeah. destruction and yeah, like chemical issues with eggs and stuff like that too. So Yikes. they've had troubles with that over the last decade, couple decades. And it's hard for them because, you know, being Zoroastrians, there's not a whole lot of other options you can do for burial. Yeah. yeah. That's acceptable for your religion. So mm. I always wish them luck. Yeah. Well, at least after you're dead, it probably doesn't bug you too much. No. Probably. I would imagine not. Probably pretty chill with it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, other Chris? Um. I, I feel like if I if I got a tattoo, I, I don't think I ever would, but I think mm-hmm. if I got one, it would have to be something ironic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um I don't know. I think it would it would probably be like a purposefully bad like Chinese character tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like like backwards or upside down or like mm-hmm. <laughs> or like just a, a tattoo that says tattoo. Oh, that'd be great. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like just something stupid like that. That like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. the The problem with it is that like people who don't know me won't know that I'm in on the joke. I right. guess <laughs> that would but, be the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Like you couldn't. So I'd, I'd have to think American of something, or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. people then would just think you didn't get it. Right. Yeah. I gotcha. But like I, you know, I, I occasionally do see some like uh, pretty hilarious ones. Uh huh. On the mm-hmm. on the internets, and yeah. I'm like, well, they they definitely didn't know, <laughs> right. or like or like they definitely put that into Google Translate. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, what was it? Wasn't it Ariana Grande who tried to get seven rings tattooed on oh, her yeah. chest, and instead was like a type of oven? Yeah, it was a little grill. Yeah, a little grill. <laughs> she she cheating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she missed one of the characters. <laughs> so yeah, research is important. It is. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm with both of you in that I have no tattoos and I don't really plan on ever getting one. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I told you guys back in the chat that I had found, like, a web page where you could put in your own image and it gets you, like, a advanced rub-on tattoo. Yeah. And, like, I had a design I'd thought about doing once. Uh, but then I was not even motivated enough to send in for a temporary tattoo to try it out. And so I'm like, eh, it's probably not for me. <laughs> if I'm bailing that level out, of commitment. Yeah. Right. If I'm bailing out on yeah. a temporary tattoo, the permanent one's oh. probably a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. But I don't know. Maybe I'm going to love this book so much that I have to get a dragon tattoo. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Inspired. We'll never know until we read it. Right. Get get the full uh, Yakuza Irezumi. Oh, oh, man. Oh, that'd be something. That would be pretty cool. 
Or at least a half sleeve or something. <laughs> right. Shoulder pieces. Right. <laughs> it would look totally badass on me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Pasty white dad bod guy. Like. <laughs> that guy's pretty cool. Well, hey, and then when you're running in a something a racer doing mm-hmm. something, intimidate your your competitors. There. No, I think they would probably know right away. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a poser. Uh, anyway, um, so have either of you read this book or seen this movie before? Either version of the movie? I've seen both versions of the movie. What? Yeah. Many many years ago. Yeah. Right. So I saw the. Back when Netflix streaming was new, we watched all three of the Swedish movies. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's and cool. And then, uh, I think I saw the one with Daniel Craig in the theater. But right. I can't remember. It's kind of, kind of a rough few years when that came out. So, but I know I've seen it. I just remember if I rented it or if I saw it in the theater. But hmm. It was a while ago. So, like, yeah. I have an idea of what to expect, but I don't remember all the details anymore. Sounds good. Okay. That's fair. Uh, other Chris, have you read or seen this? I haven't. I haven't read it. Uh, but I I did see the uh, the Fincher movie in the theater when it came out. Yeah. So many many years ago. Many years ago. I guess yeah. it was 2011. So. Yeah. That's pretty long ago now. That's that's yeah. over a decade. Oh shit! You're right. I was about to yeah. like. So that's like nine years ago. But nope. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not. Nope. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I've done none of those things. Okay. Uh, I remember thinking I should go see it because I like David Fincher, mm-hmm. and I know my parents have both read the book, but I don't know. Just haven't been interested until now. So it'll be yeah, completely brand new to me. Hmm. Which is good, right? Yeah. 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 It is good. <laughs> so here's some details I came up with about uh, the book and the author. So the author's full name is Carl Stig Erland Larson, born in 1954 and died in 2004. Whoa. One thing I found out is that he changed his name to Stig, Stig with the E in there, because he already had a friend with the same name, Stig oh. Larson, who was already a published author. <laughs> all right you can have stig i'll be stig uh okay i i knew he had died before the the series was finished but actually he died before the book even came out in the united states so wow so like the three books he written had written didn't even come out before he died oh, never got to enjoy that sweet train ride of success here i guess not uh he grew up with his grandparents. At least lived with them until he was nine, because his parents mm-hmm. were working in a smelting plant. Mm. And you know, because uh, Sweden, he had to ski to school. <laughs> I'm sure. God damn. I'm sure if he had had grandkids, he would have told them about that as many pop, many times as possible. I'm sure. Absolutely. I fucking skied to school uphill, kids, in the snow. <laughs> Both, ways. Both ways, somehow. <laughs> Um, he applied to the Joint Colleges of Journalism in Stockholm, but failed the entrance exam. Mm. But in, you know, uh, classic fashion, he said, fuck you, and did it anyway. (laughs) Activist journalist, just to show him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was involved in founding the Swedish Expo Foundation, 
to, quote, counteract the growth of extreme right and the white power culture in schools and among young people. So that's okay. cool. that definitely is rising. Yeah. Yeah. And he also edited the group's magazine called Expo. Hmm. Uh, says he had a heart attack in November 2004 thanks to fast food and heavy coffee use. So, glimpse into my future. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a cool guy. <laughs> seems like I'd hang out with him. Yeah. 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 I like coffee. Yeah, um, so yeah, like like I said, he wrote three books in this Millennium series, which I gather is the name of the magazine in the book. Mm. I think it is. Uh, and then a lot of kind of sketchy details about there being a fourth book that was incomplete and outlines for more. And he maybe even told his friend he was planning for the sixth, but all the other ones were written by other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the book, the original Swedish title, I won't try to pronounce, but translates to Men Who Hate Women. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay. Published in the United States in 2008. And... He at least claims it was inspired by an event where he stood by while a lady he knew was gang raped. God damn. Yeah, while he was 15. Wow. Um, though there are people who question if that was a real thing that he really went through or just a story he overheard. So either way, the lady in question's name was Lisbeth. Mm-hmm. Um, so seems to be at least partial inspiration for the character named Lisbeth in the book, who's also a rape survivor. Mm-hmm. And they also talked about there being parallels between Millennium and Expo, the magazine that he ran. So, um, seemed pretty well received. It won awards, um, the Glass Award in Sweden for best crime novel, the Anthony Award for best first novel, and was even ranked by the Guardian as one of the top 100 books in the 21st century. Wow, so that's wow. pretty cool. That is, Definitely. yeah. And I bet he would have enjoyed to be alive to see that. Uh, (laughs) probably would have been pretty cool with that um so yeah the swedish movies came out like the first three books were made into films that all released in 2009 in sweden with Mm -hmm. numi rapace Mm -hmm. and mikael nyquist Mm -hmm. being the lead roles on all three and the first one at least is still certified fresh and made over 104 million dollars worldwide Oh, so not, bad. not a small film, yeah. But the United States remade it anyway because fuck that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> subtitles well, you know, don't make people. Yeah, subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> reading is hard. So yeah, that came out as we said in 2009. David Fincher directed, mm-hmm. but this time it had Rooney Mara as Lisbeth, and Daniel Craig as other guy. Yep. Right. And it features Stellan Skarsgård, so Danielle is probably going to love this movie. <laughs> she loves her scars guard oh. plus the uh, soundtrack has the trent reznor mm-hmm. and atticus mm-hmm. ross which i like those guys yeah it's it's pretty pretty solid nice yeah nice uh the american version made 230 million dollars in theaters and won an oscar for film editing so also well received Mm-hmm. Um, also, I should note that Rudy Mara won the St. Louis Gateway Film Critics Association Award for Best Actress. So, yeah, <laughs> top top honors. What, what? <laughs> how how does someone like how does 
St. Louis Gateway Film Critics Association award anything to anyone? Like, what is that? How how many film critics do we have? <laughs> Probably five. How does that like, work? Did they just email her? Like, by the way, you won. Did they, she they show up to collect? Is that the whole idea? Not. They just try to give awards to they just they wa- wish would show up? <laughs> they just wanted her to come, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pay for your hotel room for one night if you come out. That's Send right. a fancy invite, you know. <laughs> if it was still open then, it would have been appropriate to have had her stayed at the Millennium Hotel. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Book to Life Connection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, And then there's some other detail about the sequels, like... I probably should have done more research here, but I guess David Fincher was working on a version of The Girl Who Played With Fire, but then Hollywood shit, and it never happened. Okay. Yeah. And then they skipped straight about that. to the fourth book yeah, in 2018, did. The Girl in the Spider's Web. Yeah. But this time with Claire Foy, and I guess probably something to do with like book rights, since probably. someone else owns the rights to the books he wrote Yeah. versus the one the other people wrote. Right. So I'm willing to believe that's what it was. I'm not actually researching and confirming it, but No, that that makes total sense. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds right. So I didn't see that one either, but I think you can watch it on the uh, Amazon Prime, so Yeah, I watched it a few months ago. Yeah? Was it cool? Yeah. I like I like Claire Foy. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's good and stuff. Pretty good. I like Ro- Rooney Mara also. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I even like Numi Rapace. How do you even say sure. his name, by the way? Numi Rapace, I thought. But Is it? I don't know. I, I never really learned how to say her name properly. Why okay. Why don't we check the, the Wicca? <laughs> the Wicca. You should see her pop up and stuff, too, but I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. I just probably haven't been watching the right project. Yeah. Nome Rapace. There Rapace. you go. Nice. Yes. There we go. Look at you doing actual research. Right. Yeah, That's but smiling. I've, I've just, I've just heard Numi Rapace. That's what I've heard. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, I got gotcha. age old debates here. <laughs> sure. Yeah. With the power of looking things up. <laughs> <laughs> internet, internet research, if you can call it that. Listen, I've learned other googling places. something and clicking on the first hey. link. Hey. It's research. Right. All right. So, uh, do we have any general expectations for this book? Is it going to be really grim? I think so, and I'm it's hoping it will be engaging, like plenty if, engaging. If if there's a way for a book to be gray, I I'd expect <laughs> this book to be gray. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. I'm with. Yeah. You. Whatever that means. Yeah. Whatever that means to you. Okay. I did see some notes that people said the English translation is a little bit prettified. Mm. which I don't know if that well, means because of the content or like the vocab. I mean, okay. like Swedish and English aren't like super far apart. So it's not like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's, it's not like um, it would be hard to do a super direct translation, I think, but like, mm-hmm. but yeah, if they're, if they're saying it's been prettified, I, I have to say it's probably because the original is like, uh, using very direct speech oh, yeah. or something like I, I think that that is a characteristic of the genre that it is kind of like mm. matter of fact. Mm. Um, so if if people are complaining about it like being too uh, too pretty, then that would that would make sense in that yeah. case. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for this to be totally fucked up. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, I think it will be a little bit. Maybe yeah. So. Yeah. I, I don't think you'll be surprised. Well, disappointed. Yeah, I don't think you'll be surprised that it's fucked up. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like an episode of uh, Metalocalypse the whole way through. <laughs> Just as brutal as possible in every aspect. <laughs> okay. So we'll do three sections then. So part one would be reading through chapter 11. Okay. Bankruptcy. So 100 and, 169 pages in my uh, ebook copy. Nice. 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 All right. Good times. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's been a little while. Do you guys have anything else that's good? Here, let's stop sharing this now. You don't have to see it. <laughs> Not everybody at once. Yeah. Uh, hey. Well, hmm. <laughs> I said not everybody at once, damn it. God damn it. <laughs> All right, other Chris, you were about to go. Right. Let's see. Uh, so we just we just watched a couple episodes of a show from a couple of years ago called Southside, and that's really funny. Southside. Yeah, it's about it's about guys that live on on the south side of Chicago and like no. uh, some some characters, I guess. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, it's really good. Hmm. Um, Where can you so, watch such a show? Is it? HBO, maybe? I think it's uh, on the HBO. It does seem to be available there, yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, that's worth checking out, I think. Um, if if it's the kind of thing that might interest you, like, definitely a, a, a more, like, uh, black perspective on life in the south side of Chicago and, like, mm-hmm. that kind of humor. Oh, okay. Okay. Just Neat. Don't... Did you guys watch Encanto also? No. Yeah, we yet. did. Did you have strong opinions about it, other Chris? Um, so like uh the the songs were definitely Lynn Manuel Miranda. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> like obviously. Yep. Of course. Um, Who else would have written that? And like uh I don't know, like aside from that, like nothing nothing super uh like notable about it for me, I guess. Like it was, it was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. We've enjoyed the the soundtrack a lot over the last couple of weeks since we saw yeah. it. But it's very. Catchy. I mean, yeah. I mean, like the you know, like he he has a specific way of using like internal rhyme and like uh-huh. just rhythm. Like it's 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 very recognizable as him, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He really likes the uh, the. Um, I don't think it's really a reprise, but bringing back other motifs, mm-hmm. sometimes from other songs, sometimes from the same one. Yeah, like in the Bruno song in particular, like yeah. it's like peak Manueling a song, <laughs> Mirandaing, I should say. Oh, hey, I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> no school tomorrow. Oh, that's that's nice. No school tomorrow. Sorry, that's interrupt. That's good. Just got the yeah. notice. Yeah, it is good because I was worried about in. it. Yeah, <laughs> you can sleep until eight. Plan. Yep. Write a <laughs> well, plan tomorrow. Because like I mentioned, like really tomorrow, like tomorrow will be the first good day where it'll be plenty of sun and it'll be in the low forties. 
Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance the roads will really start melting and stuff, which will be yeah. helpful. Because I, like I said, I tried getting out and I made it out of my neighborhood, but down on the lower roads, because we're up on a hill, like it's, it was a lot slushier and I almost got stuck. Because I tried to move over to the side to let a car by who didn't need to go by, and then I couldn't move forward. Oops. <laughs> I just spun in place, so I'm like, okay, let me back up. So that worked. And I made it up the mm-hmm. hill and got out, but then the other roads were like, these are still snow, snowy ice covered, so yeah, I think I'm going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's what you get for helping somebody. So, well, today was just some of my own thing, so it was okay. I gotcha. But. Uh, is that your thing that's good? You don't have to go to school tomorrow? <laughs> uh, par- partially. Partially. Okay. Uh, we watched Et- uh, Eternals. Oh, yesterday yeah. which i actually liked like i know it didn't do very well and i understand why because the characters are kind of obscure for a lot of marvel's movie mm-hmm. fans yeah but i thought it was a really good marvel movie otherwise like i don't I'm yeah. like okay there's a lot of people to pay attention to but oh well like it doesn't involve that much work and i thought it was pretty good fit in with all the other ones and it'll be fun to have some of the characters pop up in like the guardians of the galaxy movies or something like that mm-hmm. yeah I think that's where it'll come into play more. Yeah. In the upcoming life cycle that they're building right. out. So but it was good. It was fun to see Angelina Jolie in the Marvel movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think those characters were interesting in that you could yeah. see some parallels between DC characters that they were trying yes, to very bring much in because so. they're Jack Kirby characters. So. Mm. We had a really great moment too. Like, sorry to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. There's a oh shit kid who mentions one of the characters kind of reminding him of like Superman. Uh-huh. And yeah. we were like, so Superman is a comic book in yeah. the Marvel universe. Why why not? Yeah. I just <laughs> I wouldn't think of it that like that way. I mean know? like like, like the fantasy version of I assume they uh well yeah. But I just assume they live they all exist in universes where these genres don't exist or these mm-hmm. characters I don't, and stuff. Like okay, so so uh like two things to say about that. One is um that uh like yeah going going back to something like watchmen or something mm-hmm. like that where they're like we don't have superhero comics everyone reads pirate comics right yeah. um but then um but i i would say actually like talking about uh marvel comics um marvel comics exist in marvel comics yeah. <laughs> like right. oh, do like they? Yeah, like like I'm I'm thinking about like uh, an issue of of uh, Gwenpool that I read a while back where she meets uh, Doctor Strange and they go tripping through the multiverse a little bit. Yeah. Um. And and he like mentions that he's uh I I think that he actually mentions that he's being played by Benedict Cumberbatch and how like <laughs> like that's a pretty good choice or whatever, or like, you know, like commenting on it basically like right. in this other universe where, where we're yeah. just comic books. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I have an ultimate Spider-Man where he showed up on the set of the Spider-Man movie with Sam Raimi and yelled at Tobey Maguire for being shitty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He told Sam Raimi that, uh, what was it? Uh, evil dead was good, but nothing since then. That's so, hilarious. <laughs> So yeah, you're right. Well, okay. Uh, but yeah, I liked Eternals also. I thought uh, it took a little while to get to the point. Yeah, it does. Uh, but when it did, it was really enjoyable. Yeah, I thought so. I had problems keeping everyone uh, straight for a little bit, but I was like, didn't we just watch a Disney movie about a whole family with superpowers? 
and it's totally <laughs> easy to keep them straight. Like they just needed an intro song. Exactly. There you go. That would have yeah. solved their problems. <laughs> they needed the girl from Brooklyn Nine Nine to come and sing us a, a song about all the Eternals. <laughs> yeah, that will solve the problem. Yeah, I don't like, like I don't know a lot about these specific characters or the forces at play in their universe. I'm mm-hmm. not a big comic book person, and it's not in yeah most of the mainstream. But at the least, at the very least, I was like, oh, Celestial, isn't that what Star Lord's dad was? He was one of those, but I think yeah. he's one of the bad ones. Yeah, type of deal, and I'm like, okay, I've heard of this, and now we're finally getting, at least in the movie universe, some more details about this. Right. And I thought kind of the whole crux of the dilemma they end up facing was actually pretty serious and interesting for a, a Marvel movie because it's right. natural forces that you know they get explained that they're dealing with, and I'm like, okay, that's a really hard choice to have to make. You right. know. Yep. But it people was, should see it. It's well worth the watch. Yeah. Especially now that it's free on the service. Agreed. Hmm. So it was definitely also worth like checking one of the out. only Marvel movies I can think of where the after credits seem like, who the hell is that? Yes. <laughs> Why do I care about that? All right. Well, well I'm, I'm going to have to check it out, I guess. Yeah. And if you're a big yeah. comic book person, that guy makes sense. So if you have one around, you'll be like, cool. Awesome. They explained it for me. <laughs> But it also links it with, I was also told it also links it with uh, Guardians 3. So that'll be helpful. Oh, okay. That would make sense. And the holiday special that's coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Right. All right, cool. Well, the thing I was going to bring up, uh, an audio book I'm listening to called The Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin. Uh, I'm getting close to the end, although I don't, know if i've quite figured out the point they're trying to make but Mm -hmm. the idea of it is it's a story about four brothers and sisters who in the 70s in new york go to like a fortune teller and all found out exactly when they're going to die okay then how they all react to that um and go on living their lives and stuff so the uh the first couple of, like, they step through each kid and tell their story, and the first couple of them run away from home and go to San Francisco in the Castro District, and the guy joins the ballet and stuff. And then mm-hmm. his sister gets into um, sleight-of-hand magic and, like, mentalism, that kind no. of thing. So mm-hmm. it kind of steps through all their different life stories, and I haven't quite gotten to the point where it is going to pay off what all they are doing, but each one of the stories on its own right is pretty interesting and it mm. focuses a lot on, you know, family heritage and Jewish tradition and, you know, um, other marginalized parts of society, like the, oh. uh, gay men in San Francisco and minorities in particular and, uh, immigrants and stuff like that. So it's all very interesting. Just hasn't quite connected into like the it. whole yet, but the uh, lady who's reading it is doing a great job too. So, I'm very interested. Worth checking out. Especially if you have an Audible credit sitting around. I do. I just got one, so I think I'm going to pick that up. <laughs> yeah. The last few books I've gotten with it are nonfiction. I'm due for a... something like this. Right yeah. by Maggie Hoffman. Yeah, she's great. Confirmed. The current kid funny. I'm learning about is learning about longevity in uh, Reese's Monkeys. Oh. But I just started her section, so I don't quite know what her deal is yet. 
because the current book I'm listening to is uh, Neil Ferguson's early 2000s opus, The House of Rothschild. Hmm. But they only have the first book on Audible. Oh. <laughs> it's a two-volume set. So I'm only going to get to listen to the early years, the 18th through into 19th century. And then the second volume would cover, like, the late 19th through 20th century. Hmm. But it's pretty good. There's a lot of details. Oh. A lot of details, because Neil Ferguson is detailed. He's not always liked by everybody, but he does good history. So that's the important part. That's always good. Yeah. And it was mm -hmm. interesting, too, I read, because here's this kind of gentry-ish British guy doing, was doing, who did a super detailed look into the Rothschilds and actually got to, like, look at some of their family archives and stuff. He was, like, the first non-Jewish person to be allowed to look at them and stuff. And, hmm. Right, and he based most of this his work, too, instead of just stuff that had already been published about them, other people, he did it just, like, on their letters, like their personal correspondence and oh, stuff. wow. So, it's pretty. It was a pretty interesting look, apparently, getting to read about their read their correspondence, which wasn't always easy, because they had a tendency, especially the Meyer Amschel and his initial son, his immediate sons there who started it all, they liked to write their letters. They would write in German, but using Hebrew characters. So if you don't know German well and you don't know the Hebrew alphabet well, it's hard to it's very hard to read. <laughs> I no, bet. No, no chance. So, <laughs> like, not even like Yiddish. It's just it's just German written with Hebrew. <laughs> so interesting. I guess they kind of made up some of their spellings and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, get that other one downloading. So that sounds will be interesting. Nice. I always pick these books that are like twenty five hours long. So <laughs> <laughs> that's one of them. Listening to Cryptonomicon every now and then, that's also super long. Yeah. Neil mm. Stevenson, so <sighs> they're they're gonna they're gonna be redoing all of the Terry Pratchett uh Discworld. Oh, oh yeah. Perfect. Yeah, with with like uh cool people reading and like certain oh, people that'd be great. like uh they have like uh yeah, they have they have different people doing like um different different some of the different characters anyway. Mm -hmm. And each, yeah. I think main, uh, main sort of series is read by the same person. So like, you know, one uh, person's okay. doing the wizards and one person's mm -hmm. doing the witches and like, yeah. um, I wondered. And like, was... it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's all like, uh, like pretty famous English, British actors. Right. Makes sense. Well, that's yeah. awesome. I tried to get some like, a year ago, because they'd had his some of at least some of his some of these books on Audible, but they had mm -hmm. all been pulled, and it said like I couldn't get them anymore, even though I had one in like my list, like yeah. my my want list. I'm like, nope, you have to be in the UK using Audible to be able to buy this. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess they just had some issue, but that makes perfect sense. They were working out, yeah, I guess a deal to make new ones and make them have better ones or something. Yeah, so, they they. Like I, I saw the I saw the cast before, and it looked like mm -hmm. it was going to be amazing. Let me uh, let me pull that up really quick, actually. I'm going to allow this. <laughs> yeah, because I gotta um, I gotta I gotta name some names, I guess. Yep. All right. So confirmed names. Uh, so Bill Nye. 
Oh yeah. Uh, he's he's going to be doing the voice of Terry Pratchett in the footnotes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Peter Serafinowitz is the voice of Death. Perfect. Nice. Um, Indira Varma uh, is uh, narrating, I think, the the Witches series, and uh, Colin Morgan, the guy from uh, Merlin. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, is doing um, uh, the Wizards, I think. Oh. Um, and Andy Circus is reading Small Gods. Oh, that's cool. So that would be fun. Yeah, so, like, uh, and, you know, that's just who we've got, like, so far, I guess. Like, uh, it sounds like, you know, each, like I said, each different sort of sub-series is going to be read by somebody else. Well, that's good. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, What about crossovers? I think, like, I bring the one lady over if there's witches in the other story. You know, I I, I kind of wonder if, if it'll be like, yeah, one person reads one chapter, another person reads another chapter, like yeah. depending on sort of who's the main point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah. I'm I'm like uh I'm pretty excited about it. Like I don't I don't usually go in for for audiobooks and like Terry Pratchett in particular, like his his writing is such that I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I I like to read it because I uh, every once in a while he writes something that I have to read multiple times. Like yeah. just go back and read the same sentence or the same paragraph again because it's so goddamn clever. <laughs> right. Like. Yeah. So. And a lot of his jokes work better on the written page anyway. Like seeing the words. Yeah. I I feel like I would miss some of it if someone just read it to me and be like, oh. That's- just fly right through my head. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. So when are you finishing that one? <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see. Well, I I think they got one of them out now. So okay. they're they're going through this this site says uh let's see, 40 unabridged books, 4 wow. million words, 135 days. Jesus. Wow. Uh, 420 hours of audio. <laughs> wow. God damn it. Yeah. All right. So are they starting with Quite. Color of Magic or? Uh, I, I don't know what order they're doing them in. All right. I, I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. I'm <laughs> doing whole storylines story at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, or groups of storylines, I should say. Anyway. Sounds cool. It does. All right, guys, anything else to add? No, not from my end. All right, I'm hitting stop on this recorder then. Okay. Ooh, I did it. Hooray. Okay, that was our session for today. Quick reminder, if you're planning to read along with us, your homework for next time is to read up to Chapter 11. So once you're done with Chapter 10, you're good. In my print copy of the book, that takes you all the way to page 161, which is a lot, but in our experience, once you got into it, it didn't nearly seem that long. As always, listening back to these recordings while I edit them gives me a chance not only to cringe at having to hear my own voice, but it also affords me the opportunity to rethink, revise, or restate something I might have messed up earlier. So let's close today with a segment known as On Second Thoughts. 
just throwing out a general apology for any mispronunciations already made or soon to be made while trying to say names and words in Swedish. I wish I was better at these things, but I'm really not. To the Ariana Grande stands, the Grandinistas, I wasn't trying to make fun of her for accidentally getting a Seven Rings Hibachi Grill tattoo. You know, with the amount of mistakes I make in even a casual Twitter post, I would be paranoid to the point of paralysis putting anything permanent on my body if I couldn't run it through a spell checker, but that's just me. Today's episode received a Local Film Critics Excellence Award, which was summarily turned down by Chris Chris Ham, Chris Other Chris Jacobson. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. to me his resourcefulness the other night when we were trying to figure out a pronunciation of a street in France mm-hmm. and he used his um, Google Street View which is in Japanese for some reason <laughs> <laughs> still can't figure out why the fuck it does that <laughs> to get the katakana instead yeah smart, yeah. smart. <laughs> it's a very unique situation to be in that you could even try that but right? I like <laughs> yeah I don't know how like uh you're you're not looking at stuff in the United States, so you must want it in Japanese. In Japanese Clearly, you you Clearly. must want that. Clearly, <laughs> Google's file on you says do it that way. Google, I don't know what the fuck they think about me. <laughs> you're from everywhere, according to Google. I yeah yeah. You are they don't know. No. Nope. No. Lately, lately, I've been getting YouTube ads about like uh, Korean McDonald's and uh, Yowie Webtoons. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh huh. You know. You know, the normal. I stuff. like, right? Like, yeah. it'd be okay. interesting to know what Korean McDonald's are up to. Uh, bakery items. Bakery oh. items. Okay. Yeah, that they're trying to get me to buy like bakery items and coffee. Hmm. I love bakery items and coffee. Right. Yeah. So-